This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now the host of Radio Parallax, Douglas Everett. Welcome to the program, and we do want to start out by thanking some of you who have written in of late to give us a favorable response to some of our recent programs. Our replay of the interview we did with Bob Edwards in our 100th show earned us some high marks, as did our chat with the amazing James Randi. So, Mr. Miller and I decided for today's show we would do something unusual. We would try and pick the two most famous people, household names, if you will, that we've ever had a chance to interview. And so it is we've decided to go with our interview with General Chuck Yeager, the man who broke the sound barrier, which we will do in our second segment, and end off today in our third segment with a wonderful chat we had with the immortal Walter Cronkite. It's a wonderful thing that we're able to have both these people speak to us here on this little college radio station at KDVS. General Yeager was very generous with his time, and Mr. Cronkite gave us some of our most memorable remarks. Those two interviews will take up most of the hours, so we don't have much time here at the top of the show. Let's see if we can't do a brief version of our usual start. I think we'll do one item from On This Date in History, which is December 17th. And note that it was on December 17th in 1903, near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, that American inventors Orville and Wilbur Wright made the first successful flight of a self-propelled heavier-than-air aircraft. That first flight only went out to 12 seconds, but as a result of it, airplanes have been with us ever since. Our quote of the day comes from GOP frontrunner and madman Donald Trump, who said a couple days back, the other thing with terrorists is you have to take out their families when you get these terrorists. You have to take out their families. They care about their lives. Don't kid yourself. When they say they don't care about their lives, you have to take out their families. Which causes us to jump to our joke of the day, which comes from Will Durst, who in response to Trump's remarks said, not saying Trump's way out of line, but even Netanyahu said he's gone too far. And the Israelis calling you too hard line is like having your drug intervention hosted by Lindsay Lohan. A- and Charlie Sheen is driving the van. If that remark from Trump does not get a groundswell growing across this country, I think there may be no hope for us. And by groundswell, I mean a groundswell of rejection. Our quote of the day comes from the one-time famous movie actor Monty Woolley. Apparently at a highfalutin dinner party, Woolley let loose with a belch, which caused the woman next to him to glare in his direction. Well, said Woolley, what did you expect, my good woman? Chimes? Our anecdote for today's program is that Malaysian officials have taken out newspaper ads asking whoever abandoned three massive cargo 747s at Kuala Lumpur International Airport to please come pick them up. Said the ad, if you fail to collect the aircraft within 14 days, we reserve the right to sell or otherwise dispose of the aircraft. Apparently these planes have been parked on the tarmac for the past year. And because they've been bought and resold several times, no one's sure who owns them. Our stat of the day is 20,000. That's how many bombs and missiles the United States Air Force has dropped on Iraq and Syria in their air war against ISIS. 
In fact, the Air Force is running out of bombs and missiles. Since it can take years to contract out for more, it is frantically shopping for more bombs in other countries. And you think your Christmas list is tough. Said Air Force Chief of Staff General Mark Welsh, we're expending munitions faster than we can replenish them. And our good news for today's program is it really does look as though El Nino is headed California's way. The jet stream is currently directing a fire hose of precipitation in the Pacific Northwest, and it's been headed south. Many forecasters believe we're going to be drenched come January and February. We'll see. Now let's jump into the good, the bad, and the ugly. have the week magazine to thank for this as we do for a great deal of the proceeding but according to the week it was a good week last week for political correctness with the news that a student group at hamilton college has issued a list of 83 demands that it says would end the quote inevitable tokenization of all marginalized bodies unquote and frankly i think that's something we've all been waiting for Yes, apparently a group calling itself The Movement at the upstate New York school is demanding the elimination of gendered pronouns, a racial quota system for professors, mandatory diversity courses, and censorship of, quote, hate speech, unquote, that, quote, further marginalizes historically oppressed communities, unquote. Radio products will keep an eye on how that turns out. On the other hand, it was a bad week last week for JebBush.com after it was discovered that that website was found to automatically redirect users to DonaldJTrump.com, the GOP frontrunner's official campaign page. Did Mr. Trump pay for some hacking? Well, you make the call. And it was an ugly week last week for video shopping with the news that two TV entrepreneurs are launching Gun TV. This will be a QVC-style at-home shopping network that will feature a vast array of firearms. The cable channel is set to debut with six hours of daily live shopping in January with plans to expand to 24 hours by 2017. Reportedly, when you buy guns on the network, they will be sent to a local retailer where a background check will be performed. Let's hear what America's foremost political comic has to say. Hey guys, Will Durst here with a few choice words about the huge way Donald Trump has changed politics. Judged on a scale of 1 to 10, it would lie somewhere in the mid-six figures. First off, future candidates no longer have to worry about looking ridiculous. Actual clowns are now allowed to emerge from the clown car. Absurdity is in, and rationality has been swept forever off the table. Two, speaking from the hip requires way too much preparation. And number three, the truth is moot. Veracity is for dummies. The oddly quaffed developer hasn't just lowered the credibility bar. He buried it with a front loader so deep you couldn't find it with a diesel-powered metal detector. 
Since time immemorial, politicians have stretched the truth, but the Donald has finally snapped any scintilla of elastic connection to reality. The man who wrecked rectitude. Got a point you want to make, but don't have any facts to support your position? Just make stuff up. Tell your supporters what they want to hear. Doesn't matter if it's true or not, as long as it fits the narrative. Don't answer questions or respond to issues or events. Just keep repeating your dubious claims, citing improbable sources. People who know. Smart people. Very successful people. Who cares how many times PolitiFact labels one of your statements pants on fire? They're part of the media. Buddies with Dan Rather and Brian Williams, right? The only thing genuine about Donald Trump is his facility to suck up to the lowest common denominator. His low-information voters are so used to being lied to by religious guys who cheat on their wives and presidents who argue the definition of the word is... It's refreshing when a candidate doesn't care if you know he's lying up front. Even his hair is phony. So as the GOP heads down the final lap to the nomination finish line, let's bid a fond farewell to the great communicator and make room for the fabulous fabricator. For Radio Parallax, I'm Will Durst. All right, we need to take a short break, and after we do that, we're going to come back and replay our very, very memorable chat with General Chuck Yeager. Listening to Radio Parallax, I'm Douglas Everett. (laughs) 